0: Hey everyone this is Samantha and welcome back to the podcast and now I know I haven't done one of these in a while but we're still in quarantine summer is approaching and with school ending I'm about to have a heavy load of work taken off my shoulders so I figured I might as well do something productive and what is more productive other than going over fitness and health myths now this is a topic that it's very personal to me because I am taken so by surprise about the amount of nonsense that fitness influencers can get away with spilling just because they have millions or thousands of followers on instagram now there are a lot of things that are probably preventing you from reaching your fitness and health goals just because you're either scared of these myths or maybe you didn't know about them and i don't blame you because there's even nutritionists that don't know what they're talking about and often they will lead you in the wrong way because you have to remember the health and fitness industry is a business like anything else and we live in a society that's built off of capitalism and profit so you have to really be careful where you're getting your information from now i promise that the information i am providing is in your best interest and while i am not a nutritionist or a kinesiologist or an expert by any means i promise you that the information i am providing has been heavily researched and looked into because i would not come on here and just spill lies to you because i care about you that's the point of this podcast it's just to help people improve their lives and reach their goals Now, I do have to check myself on that just because just because I've done research doesn't mean I'm accurate. And if you Google any of the things I'm saying, you could probably find a decent argument refuting the information that I am providing. So you just have to be really careful where you're getting in your information from and just making sure that things are actually accurate before you choose to follow them. And I can promise that any information I bring to you has been heavily looked into and will not lead you the wrong way. Now, the first one that I want to get into is probably my pet peeve in regards to the lies that people spread is something I get asked about a lot and it's are carbs before bed making you fat now just like in the 70s people thought fat was making them fat in respect to macronutrients but the thing is you have to understand so the science says your overnight metabolic rate when you're sleeping and your resting metabolic rate at rest have almost a one-to-one ratio if anything it's like a one-to-one point high digits ratio if that makes any sense um it's just very minimal in regards to how equal how close to equal it is now in english language what this means is that there's almost no difference of eating your loaf of bread before bed and while sitting at your desk eating lunch so you can choose to eat carbs at any point of the day if your concern is your calorie deficit it's not going to make you gain any more weight if you ate them before you go to sleep carbs themselves are not making you fat Even so, if this was the case, transient changes in your metabolic rate throughout the day are not driving your long-term changes in body composition. It's determined by your calorie deficit. Now, the reason why people are so scared of carbs and why people think they're bad is because they are quickly digested and turned into body fat, leaving us hungry for more. This just highlights the importance of eating a high protein diet, whether you're trying to maintain muscle or not. It keeps you full longer. When you're full longer, you're thinking less about food, therefore, it's easy to eat in a calorie deficit and you will lose weight. So carbs themselves are not inherently making you gain weight. The carbs are not evil. Sugars are not evil. Artificial sugars are sweeteners are not evil. It's when these things cause you to eat in a caloric surplus is when you're going to gain weight. And this fact is going to be highlighted a lot in this podcast in regards to discussing how you lose weight, how you gain muscle, how you in a surplus deficit, and so on. Now, the second point, myth kind of thing, is going to mainly apply to women, I would say. But it can easily apply to men as well who use these kinds of terminology, but I see mainly girls saying it, is, I want to get toned, but not bulky. In quote, unquote, I want to get thick. Now, I really don't know what this means, necessarily. Um, When I think people say thick, what they really mean is that they want a tiny waist and a big butt. But what tone just, it's toned is a word that's actually made fun of a lot in the f- fitness community. But what people mean when they say tone, it just applies to a lessening of body fat and an increase in muscle. And this will lead you to a lower body fat percentage in general. So where your body fat percentage is essentially your ratio of fat to muscle. And so if people want to say they want to get thick, it means that they want to lose weight. Um, and then they want to build muscle in their butt essentially but what people don't understand is that you cannot target fat loss you can choose to target muscle growth in certain areas so you can do core workouts to strengthen your abs and your core but you cannot target fat loss in them you will not you have to lose weight as a whole by eating in a calorie deficit you cannot choose to gain weight in your butt and lose weight in your stomach that's not how it works and the best way to tone is to determine your goals now my personal example is that i am personally trying to build muscle as a weightlifting beginner and lessen my body fat that means i have to look at my bmr which is my basal metabolic rate which is the amount of calories i burn by laying in bed all day by doing absolutely nothing so say my bmr is around 1400 calories this is just an estimate be careful when you use like online calculators and whatnot to determine your bmr because you might be led astray sometimes those things tend to overestimate the amount that you burn so you really got to be careful when using online calculators the only real way to determine your BMR is just by testing by eating less than you currently are and seeing if you gain weight um, or you're losing weight so anyway say my BMR is 1400 calories and then I look at my TDEE which is my total daily energy expenditure, expenditure I can't even pronounce that the amount of calories that you burn with your activity so that means including your walking your workouts etc so say my tdee is 1900 calories in order to lose weight i need to enter a caloric deficit means i need to eat less than 1900 calories a day because that is the total amount of calories including my bmr and my activity and my exercise that i am burning in one day so i need to eat less than that If your goal is to gain weight, you need to eat in a caloric surplus, which means you need to eat more in that number. Then you can use cardio as a supplement to reach these goals, utilizing resistance training to gain muscle. So what this basically means is that cardio is not necessarily the key to fat loss. Cardio helps you enter a caloric deficit, or you can just change your diet. That means if someone at 2000 calories decides to do cardio for 500 calories, they're still at a net of 1500 calories whether and then say person B just chooses to eat 1500 calories in total. They're at the same amount of calories for that day. The person doing cardio just chose to eat more. So you can easily enter a cal- caloric deficit just by changing your diet and not doing cardio. What you need to focus on however is your resistance training because the more muscle you have the higher your BMR your basal metabolic rate actually is therefore you will burn more fat during the day just by laying in bed if you have more muscle that's why people with a lot of muscle can eat more because their BMR is higher so after you determine these goals it's important that you learn how to enter this either deficit or surplus Um, you just really have to determine if your goal is to lose weight or gain weight and don't fall into the myth that you have to Eat in a surplus to gain muscle because that's not true that's probably going to be an entirely different video because it's a very controversial subject that i don't feel like going into but no you do not need to dirty bulk or eat two thousand calories over in order to gain muscle it's just not true the third one that we're going to go over today and the last one is the only way to lose weight is to enter some kind of fad diet or lifestyle this refers to keto, intermittent fasting, veganism, whatever it is, fruitarian, etc. Weight loss occurs at a caloric deficit. That's what we've been talking about this entire video. Eat whatever you want under what you burn each day and you will lose weight. It doesn't matter if you're in ketosis. It doesn't matter if you intermittent fast. It doesn't matter if you eat all day. If you eat less than what you burn, you will lose weight that's why things like the mcdonald's or subway diet chain challenge show results it's not because of anything other than the fact that people are eating under their deficit so you can eat mcdonald's all day as long as the amount of calories you're eating is less than what you're burning you're going to lose weight it doesn't matter if that food is all crap it's not going to make you feel very good and it's not going to have the best micro macro and micronutrients but you will lose weight if that's your goal now if you're trying to build muscle you have to keep an eye on your protein levels and then you can split the rest between carbs and fats. When you're a beginner, it's really not that important to pay attention to your macros other than your protein intake. I would say as long as you're keeping an eye on your protein, usually around one um, one gram of protein per pound of body weight, if I said that right, one, one gram of protein per pound of body weight. Some people say one per one pound of lean muscle mass, but I would say if you're in a caloric deficit it's just much better to keep it safe it's better to consume more protein than not enough and it's important to get your healthy fats in throughout the day you can eat like fatty fish about three times a week you can supplement with fish oil pills and stuff even though that's not good enough you should still be eating fish but other than that you can just pay attention to your protein your calories and make most of the progress you're looking for don't worry too much about tracking those carbs about your fiber about your your whatever sugar levels as long as you're eating well and you're eating within the caloric goals that you're looking for you're all set to go the reason why people say to have a fi- high fiber intake for example in respect to micronutrients is because fiber is going to keep you full longer therefore it's going to be easier in a caloric deficit so we have to acknowledge what's scientifically true and what's going to make things realistic for you so for example i said technically you could eat 100 carbs and you could lose weight. This is correct. However, it's probably going to be almost impossible for you not to feel like you're starving if you're not intaking fiber and protein because you're going to feel hungry all the time. Because as I said, that carb is going to just shoot through your body and you're going to be hungry in like five minutes. So that's why it's important to pay attention to these macronutrients. But as I said, pay attention to your protein, pay attention to your calories, and you will reach your goal. Alright guys, so those are the top three things I wanted to talk about today. Hopefully that all made sense. Always looking forward to hearing your guys' feedback. So if you have anything you want to add to the next video, if you want to have any other fitness myths you want me to address, I would be happy to research them and provide them in the next episode. But other than that, I hope everyone is safe and healthy and that everyone is enjoying quarantine the best as they can. I feel like enjoying quarantine sounds really bad. It sounds like it's a vacation when it's not. It's something very serious and scary. Um, But... Thank you all for coming and I hope you have a wonderful day. Bye.